0: Hey, everybody, it's your host Peter here. We wanted to crank out one last episode before the Christmas Day games, but we were pretty ill equipped, to be honest. The discussions we had were great, we talked about potential trades, teams that need to get it together, it was really fun stuff, but you know, we had to deal with some minor technical issues. Don't worry, it's not as bad as it sounds at the very beginning, it gets a lot better, so you know, just bear with us. And without further ado, here we go. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Hoops Corner. I'm your host, Peter Tran, and on the line, the Iceman himself, the baby daddy, the L to the OG, Josh Cohen, how you doing?
1: I can't confirm I am not in health and safety protocols.
0: Thankfully. Is it because you're not tested yet? Josh, Basically, you yes. You don't know if you're sick if you don't test yourself. It's like going to the doctor.
1: Living in bliss, my friend. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss.
0: It's a smart guy, man. The bang in the paint, our residential medical expert back from his vacation, back from his daiquiris and pina coladas, whatever you were drinking out there. Rajan Valiya, how are you feeling?
2: You know what? I probably look like I'm in uh, health and safety protocols with this uh, lack of grooming going on. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> if I'm in uh, physical fitness, I might get a call up by an NBA roster. Maybe the Kings need a few players.
0: I think like 80% of the teams in the league need a couple of new new bodies you know what I mean if ISO Joe yeah. can get a, make a comeback at 40 years old Raj maybe this is your time to shine you're yeah, still in I your 20s my right YouTube
2: channel uh, the, 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 pushing 30s actually I'm
1: uh let's just say 20s for now I don't want to yeah. give away my age hey if Brandon Knight can get a contract so can you <laughs>
0: <laughs> my goodness oh man so as of a few days ago uh so this is coming out on Thursday morning. A few days ago, I saw a stat that said, like, over a quarter of the league is now in health and safety protocols. I'm pretty sure it's got to be, like, close to a third at this point, right? Like, it just becomes more and more every day. And uh, Josh, man, we were talking about it earlier, like, off the air, I guess. Christmas games are not going to look the same anymore, right? Like, we're not going to have any of the major stars except for, like, LeBron. He wants to see that guy for a 16th year in a row, you know? Yeah, he may not even
1: play. Yesterday he hurt his ankle.
0: No, it wasn't that bad. Come on, man. Well, he smacked the floor a couple of times. Who knows what that means. <laughs> oh, LeBron acting in Hollywood? Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I,
1: I do think at this point, though, Adam Silver is like praying to his God that uh, none of the Phoenix and Golden
0: State players are going to be out for that game. Mainly Steph, right? Like It's mainly <laughs> Steph and Chris Paul that he hopes doesn't get anything. Go throw Devin Booker. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Steph and Chris Paul is a bigger show, man. Two point guards. We all remember that time that or the multiple times that Steph has <laughs> embarrassed Chris Paul on the floor, Josh. You know, your favorite player, Chris Paul, out there playing Twister.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the playoff record though is one zero for Chris Paul,
0: if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure the playoff record is uh Steph has three rings.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's because he, he didn't have to go through Chris about. Paul.
0: It's not his fault. You play who's in front of you, Josh. You know this by now. Anyways, in line with Christmas, I want to talk about what we want to see. And I get it. Like, nobody wants to see players in health and safety protocols. Let's try to avoid that depressing-ass topic because who needs it? You know, I want to talk about something that either you want to see a team do, you want to see a player improve in such aspects. Enlighten me. You know, make it positive, Josh. Give me something good here.
1: Uh, I guess my first thing would be I want to see one of the two centers on Indiana, if not both, get traded. And ideally, I want to see Miles Turner especially. I want to see him go to – I mean, this is not possible anymore. But if he was on New Orleans, if they actually traded for him instead of Al Horford or instead of um, Steven Adams, sorry, or even traded for Al Horford at the time two years ago, maybe in such a much better position if Zion actually comes back healthy. So instead of them, this is not possible. I guess you'd have to go with Charlotte. You know, if Charlotte got a center like that, they could actually play basketball and not have to play Mason Plumlee anymore <laughs> and not have to play small all the time and get absolutely destroyed. I mean, the defensive rating, I think is like 29th in the league behind Sacramento. Um, I think that'd be fun. And some bonus, I'm not really sure where you put him, where you can go from like a 500 team, which half the league seems to be right now to contender. But, you know, seeing him out of the situation, actually watching him and not being completely bored out of my mind, watching the Pacers would be nice.
0: Yo, Raj, you know, um, in episodes of the Magic School Bus, when they shrink the bus and like they go into a, like someone's body crevice or like a giant uh, waterway. Doesn't it sound like yeah, Josh yeah. is in a submarine right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's taking the Magic School Bus with Miss Frizz. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so mad, huh? You somewhere we need to know about? Are you going on a trip no. somewhere? Uh, no. Is that why you got your booster? <laughs> can I start over? <laughs> no, 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 no. man. We're going to stick with that Miles Turner take. Uh, where, where could Sabonis actually land, right? Like, he's a guy who can obviously improve your team, like you said, like a 500 team. But realistically, you want him to go to a team where they would need a big man that can't play good defense. He's a good passer, but tends to hold the rock a little bit long. Uh, I heard a lot of like rumblings of him going to the Warriors, which would be dope. I mean, he's an amazing passer, but same issue, right? Like, if you're a guy who holds a rock, I don't want you playing with Steph. You're going to waste all his talent. You're going to waste all his efforts running around the floor. I don't think he's really known for that, though.
1: Like, he's been used as a high post facilitator before, and he gets a lot of assists that way. So I don't really see him as that type of player that holds the ball on the post. I don't think he's that type of dude. You're telling me he's David Lee? I'm not saying that either, but he's a really skilled <laughs> player that if you put him in a system that requires him to do the things that he's really good at, you know, dribble handoffs and, you know, rolling to the rim and making plays off the short roll and such, I think he could be really good. And Golden State, I'm not sure he really fits that well. I mean, he's obviously a guy that can obviously play with staff. I mean, anybody can really, but at the ends of games, you're not going to want him guarding the pick and roll, obviously. I'm just going to go to dream on at center. So then you're paying a guy $25 million to not playing crunch time for you. That never really made sense to me.
2: How about a team like uh, the Portland Trailblazers? Obviously, there has to be a few big roster changes on that team, but I think he could be a good complementary piece to Dame. Obviously, him playing with Nurkic probably wouldn't work, but hey, I think the Nurkic train has passed. I think Portland kind of has to blow up their roster. And hey, if you're looking for a skilled big man that can put up good numbers, and Portland doesn't like to play defense anyway, so it's kind of a match (laughs) made in heaven.
0: Uh, I like that. Replace one lumbering big European for another lumbering big European, right? Yeah, it's
2: a bit
1: more nimble. I think that um, you know teams like Washington makes sense. I mean, they're sixteen and fifteen right now. Gaffer is a solid player, so you get a decent prospect back. Maybe some picks. Maybe throw in a couple veterans. Who knows? And then, uh, you know, New York is obviously the big one. They don't really have a reliable center right now. They're just playing a bunch of different guys with Gibson, Noel, and uh, Mitchell Robinson. And
0: they don't really seem to believe in Mitchell Robinson. So maybe there's a (laughs) trade we had there. Yeah, the Knicks are a a weird team. Like Mitchell Robinson seems like one of those guys that, you know, every every front office would like, right? Like every coach would like. He's super athletic. He's a great defender. He just gets into foul trouble, right? Like he's one of those guys that you would think can, you can sort of help or increase the his IQ and then you know let him learn how to play defense on his feet instead of flying in the air all the time. But Tibbs is just not a believer of this dude whatsoever. This guy's losing minutes to Taj Gibson and Nerlands Noel. Good fucking luck, man. His ceiling is Steven
2: Adams, to be honest. Like that's his ceiling. <laughs> That's wrong. Like he's he doesn't he doesn't offer much offensively. Hey, Steven Adams have, has played on some very successful teams, put up some very good numbers, earned a really good contract, and uh, he's still a starting caliber center. It's just the game has evolved, and Mitchell Robinson hasn't. He's kind of prehistoric, um, and again, injuries have hurt him. Uh, but I do think the Knicks could be an option. But ultimately, they have another player like Randall um, in there,
1: and that plays the power forward. And I think Sabonis is a power forward. He's not a center. Um, so no, 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 no. I totally disagree with that. I I don't see Mm -hmm. how you can play. We've already tried this. He's on Indiana playing power forward. It doesn't work. Yeah.
0: Fine. But
2: you, you, you'd still need a very, like, I guess you could have a defensive, um, minded center or a defensive four playing beside him. But like the fact that he kind of does need a lot of usage with the ball to be effective. Like he's not like a center in the conventional role of getting a few touches around the rim. Like he takes a lot of usage uh, on the offensive end. He plays more like a four than he does a five. How about that?
0: What about Toronto?
2: If you no, have him, they can use any.
0: Yeah, they like, can use any big man. Yeah, exactly. And you have a bunch of long defenders, long versatile defenders to sort of cover up his lapses on defense.
2: Nah, yeah,
1: I don't like the no? fit there. You see what Toronto is building. They're trying to build like the modern 2021 roster with a bunch of six nine to six eleven dudes, and I don't really think he fits that. And plus, they're gonna have to change. Their what do you mean stuff. he's like
2: six eleven? How does he not fit that?
1: <laughs> not a super athlete who can like rotate five thousand times on a possession like they're requiring to you know these guys to do, which is gonna
0: get them injured, obviously. But that's what Nick Nurse wants to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean. That's, that's a wild idea. What about Miles Turner? Where can we see that skill set ending up? Because he's he came out a couple of weeks ago and told the Athletic that he wants his own, like he wants a new team, right? Like he wants he wants to be used in a better system rather than being, for lack of better terms, put in the corner. You know. So where where could he really end up that can optimize Miles My, Turner? I mean, we've already talked about it, but the Knicks,
1: honestly, I think. <laughs> than Sabonis because, you know, going back to the whole New Orleans talk, you put him next to a forward that, um, you know, knows how to get to the basket and create plays. Um, Miles Turner is a guy that can cover up for that type of player. And he can play two bigs at the same time because Miles Turner is probably the best rim protector in the NBA and besides Gobert. And uh, he can obviously open up the floor by taking, you know, a couple threes a game. He needs to shoot more threes, honestly, but I think he'd be a really good fit in New York.
0: He's not going, he's not going to shoot more threes, Josh. That's, I'm serious. He should. He's, he's got a nice
2: going. shot. Wait, wait, wait. Pause, 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 pause. Josh, you said everything in the sense that Miles Turner can play with another big. He could space the floor like exactly what Indiana tried and it didn't work.
1: Yeah, but he's playing with Sabonis, who's a little bit different of a player than a guy like Zion you, or Randall. You literally
2: de- play. <laughs> you describe you describe Sabonis's game, like literally.
1: No, no. Sabonis and Randall are different players. So, like Randall's a downhill player who needs spacing, right? I don't think Sabonis is that type of player. Sabonis is more of like a pick and roll player, whereas Randall's more of like a guy who needs a ball in his hands a lot more often. I mean, Sabonis does a little bit of what Randall does, but you know, if you're a guy coming downhill, you need a spacer at the center position. I think it you know New York is not going to play a smaller guy with Randall. That's just not going to happen with Thibodeau. Thibodeau is like totally back in two thousand seven. He's going to play Randall with a seven foot guy, no matter what. He doesn't even like playing Toppen with him. So that's why I think it makes sense.
0: Uh, I'm not. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Why do you think? Why do you keep bringing up Zion for as a as a mesh with Miles Turner?
1: Because what? that's exactly what Zion needs. He needs a rim protector next to him because he's the worst defensive power forward in the league. Zion yeah, needs why a would Miles Turner personal wanna...
2: trainer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a personal trainer is uh, all Zion actually needs and to not eat New Orleans yeah. food. But why would Miles yeah. Turner, like, how would that fit? It like, doesn't fit at all, Josh. What are you talking about? You're complaining that Orleans... JV. Oh, no, JV would be out, right? It would have to be JV first. Yeah, for... yeah but that.
1: Yeah, but why would Indiana take JV? No, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just saying two years ago <laughs> it should have happened. This is the trade that <laughs> okay. he should have made because I think that, you know, having Zion with a shooting defensive uh, center would be perfect for him.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying that at all, Josh. What? I. So what?
2: If we want to get into the hypotheticals, I got to entertain Josh's idea. I would have to say the Lakers 2 years ago would have been a great destination for him. For let the record be known, um if LeBron's looking for a big deck in space, um that's like the ideal big for him. Great pick. Uh also Miles Turner can probably make NBA, any NBA roster better. Like he fits seamlessly in the sense that defensive big who spaces the floor. Uh, he could he can go in Milwaukee if they had in, issues with Brook Lopez. Um, obviously, Houston, OKC, San Antonio could use him. Portland probably could if they were getting rid of Nurkic. Um, like it, there's a lot of teams.
0: All right, let's move on. Raj, what's your Christmas wish? Christmas wish.
2: My Christmas wish is get Luka Doncic up. A- better supporting cast because this year is pretty much the same roster as the last two years. I'm not a believer in the Mavericks. I haven't been, I don't know. I feel like I'm on like this yo-yo with them. They're exactly 500 right now. Um, They have a lot of pieces, but again, they need another capable like starter on their team. Like, I feel like a lot of their guys are, good positions from four to seven KP hasn't worked out perfectly Um, this season. He's been okay. He hasn't been great. He hasn't been horrible. He's just been okay. So I I, I hope the Mavericks get it right. Because we'd hate to see Luca go down that path of what could have been if they put the cast around him, like he's such a great player. Um, So yeah, that's, that's my wish.
1: Yeah. I thought for sure. You're going to say, get him a better dietitian or trainer. I thought he didn't go down. (laughs) <laughs> so props it to could you apply yeah i mean looking back i didn't like the contract at the time i don't really think they should have signed hardaway jr to that contract to be honest i know you know at the time it sort of made sense because he fit pretty well with luca but you know long term do you really want that guy to be your third option based on the contract and this year he's had an awful year obviously so it's easy to say for me now But I didn't like the contract at the time, and they're already locked into the roster with KP having another two or three years on his deal. So, yeah, like their roster is a bit of a mess right now. They've got a bunch of really average players. I like their role players, but they do need to upgrade their, you know, starting talent, as you mentioned, by getting at least one more guard that can make plays with Luka.
0: That's not Jalen Brunson?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's coming up as well, right? His contract extension is coming up. This year. So, you, give him, you know, $18 million a year, I, I guess. But then you're locked into this team for at least another year with KP on the roster. So, how about this? KP for Miles Turner. There, solve both problems. Uh, Not really.
2: Indiana says no.
0: Indiana yeah, definitely probably. says no. Nobody wants KP's yeah. contract come on man but uh the tournament fit here would be very nice this uh this roster is uh, i mean what what can you actually do to it to actually, to improve it though right like until you're somehow waiting for get guys like
2: jalen brown what's that yeah yeah somehow get jalen brown on this team and they would Ooh. be a very very good team yeah um that's that's obviously i'm asking them to get one of their like top 10 shooting guard in the game right now probably even a top five shooting guard um but that that is the player they need
0: (laughs) jason brown is literally an improved version of tim hardaway jr right so yeah he's exactly it's like in
1: pokemon when you upgrade the pokemon it's like going from um what's the lesser charmeleon to
0: charizard that's basically what it is (laughs) man this guy tries to go nerd but i can't do it properly (laughs) did i say it wrong
2: Uh, yeah
0: uh pokemon evolve they don't upgrade (laughs) whatever (laughs) come on man you were a kid when pokemon was big what is this this is nonsense not that old (laughs)
1: That is true. I still have my Pokemon cards too, but um, you know, going back to Dallas. Um, yeah. I mean, Jalen Brown, <laughs> there's no way to trade for him obviously, but maybe in a couple of years when KP's contract is up, if they line up in the same offseason, season um, to where maybe Jason Tatum says, Oh, I want Bradley Beal. And you know, they can't sign both guys. Maybe Brown looks elsewhere, but that would be a great fit next to Luca for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't see what you can do with this current roster.
2: Yeah,
1: you have to like, move guys that have been okay or good for you and then hope that the guys you're getting back, the same middling type of players, would be a little bit better and then give you a higher ceiling. I mean, that's,
0: the- that's probably what they were hoping Reggie Bullock would do for them, right? Would be a guy who... <laughs> last year was like decent in New York and then would come in and actually, you know, be a consistent shooter, but he's probably shooting like low thirties. Not great. You know?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you have to look at trading guys like Finney Smith and Kleber and they've been good for Dallas. So you'd be trading them in hopes that you get something that pops back, but you're really not going to get that great of a deal for these guys. Like, can you get like a guy like Cam Reddish maybe? where you get like a younger mm. version not a younger version a of Vinny Smith, but a more talented version of him, mm. but may not play within the offense because he's a bit wild. Right. But he gives you a higher ceiling because maybe he can be a 20 point per game guy.
0: Yeah. I also feel like they need to like push the ball a little bit more. Right. Like with Lucas passing, wouldn't it make sense for you to have like a run and gun type of system rather than like a, a slow it down system that kid is that Jason kid has implemented this year. Like every every possession I watch, it looks like they're just like turtling up and down the floor, except for except for literally Jalen Brunson. Everyone else just looks like they're chilling and like taking their geriatric time up the court. Like what the fuck?
1: It's been a slog this year. I mean, the last couple years they've been near at least near top five in that rating. Some years they were you know number one. They were the best offense in NBA history one year. And uh, yeah, the last two years they just reverted back to being a middling team it's been weird
0: yeah raj who's the best team in texas right now
2: i'm just gonna pretend that you never asked me that question um (laughs) (laughs) hey right now it is the mavericks but not by much not by much
0: not by much indeed all right well i guess we can move on my wish for christmas is uh I just want more of these random old guys to get back into the league. I talked about it earlier. We got Joe Johnson back on the Celtics. Uh CJ Miles also signed with the Celtics. Isaiah Thomas obviously signed with the Lakers. I just want more of these random old guys. You know? Give me uh give me Ty Lawson signing somewhere. We got Austin Rivers signing with the Nuggets last year, obviously. But because of these uh, health and safety protocols, there's bound to be a lot more random players just popping up. I want Ty Lawson. I want Kenneth Reed to make an appearance. Uh, maybe we can bring back T-Mac. You know, T-Mac's probably like 45 or so, but like, who cares? I'm sure his gut isn't that bad. He can probably get some threes up. Maybe bring Dirk out of retirement. Give me, some, give me something fun, you know?
2: How about a player coach and Billups?
0: Oh, Chauncey <laughs> Billups and Damian Lillard? I would be <laughs> on board with that. Wow, we're going on a field trip here, Raj. <laughs> yeah. Get a nice view of Josh's derriere, some would say. <laughs> oh, my goodness, this guy, man. Yeah, that's all I really <laughs> want for Christmas. It's it's simple. It's easy. You know, I just want, you know, this is what us old heads do. We think about players from the past, and you say, hey, these guys were great when I watched them like 10 years ago. Why can't I worry you watch them now? Bring back Kyle Corbett. Y- you know what?
2: Yo, we can bring back Jose Calderon for uh... – <laughs> For Josh. But uh, honestly, what interests me is if we, let's say, did an NBA 2K uh, 22 update, like, are these guys coming back with their old rating? Or are they coming back with their current rating? Like, I want to see mm. their rating. Like, I want to see Iso Joe's uh, offensive rating mm. and the shooting and whatnot.
0: Well, if you uh, look at his big three stats, they're probably incredible. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if 2K takes in account, into account big three stats, I saw Joe was probably like a 99 out there. That's why the Celtics picked him up. That's why the Celtics picked up another isolation player to join Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. (laughs)
2: Probably trying to teach Tatum the way.
0: Yeah, he's like, this is how you really play ISO ball. Watch all the Kobe tape and then implement Joe Johnson into your regiment. (sighs) My goodness. That might be like one of the worst signings.
2: Yeah, but you know what? The Boston Celtics are sending the right message. Jason Tatum is really a public health savior. Iso, Iso isolate (laughs) yourself. (laughs) He's been saying the message all along. He's got COVID. He was sent by the gods. Adam Silver is probably giving him a bonus check every night being like, Hey, you're doing the right thing. All we got to do is isolate and keep watching basketball.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's genius, man. All right. Well, uh, Josh, do you have another wish that's, you know, more, you know, conversational than me wishing for old players to come back and then regain their youth? Um, do you want me to be the resident hater right now? Always. We need at least one
1: hater right, per episode. So, I hope that my prediction before the season started, the Lakers are not going to be in the playoffs comes true because I just want maximum chaos with that team. Yes. They are absolutely brutal to watch, first of all. And with Anthony Davis out and their tough uh, part of the schedule coming up, I think it's definitely possible that they go down to 12, 13th, um, you know, within the next month or so. They're going to lose a lot of these games, especially if LeBron's ankle is not
0: good. Yeah, relax with LeBron's ankle. He's fine, okay? <laughs> <laughs> did you see it? I think the camera, like the camera operators purposely did not show the, ca- the, the ankle being twisted because it wasn't that bad on the real like we've all gone through ankle injuries man it was like it was painful you know the exact feeling he had when he when it happened but it's not something you can't play through i mean it's more so
1: the roster obviously right because uh yeah, yeah he just doesn't have a lot around him right now and he did go in 13 for 19 yesterday so he probably was fine. <laughs>
0: 13 to nineteen. come on man uh, but you're right. The Lakers are an absolute mess. It's been... It's like a good, like, hate watch, you know? I love to hate them. We all love to hate them, all three of us. And it's just a, been a pleasure to see them crumbling in front of our eyes. The only player I like on the team is legitimately Carmelo Anthony. I used to like Trevor Ariza a lot, but Trevor Ariza doesn't... look like a shell of old Trevor Ariza, which is saying something. Because <laughs> Trevor Ariza has been a shell of Trevor, Trevor Ariza for the past, like, four years. So, like... Uh, I don't know. Sounds like a reception right now. It is. He's <laughs> a shell of a shell. Of a shell. Man. Yeah, it's it's rough out there for these Lakers. And the worst part is that they're still playing DeAndre Jordan, who might be like the worst center in the league right now. My God. See,
1: that's the great part of this is they can't play big. I'm not sure they're not playing Dwight, though. Like You would think that Dwight would be playing a lot more. Maybe he's not back with COVID yet.
0: No, he's there. uh, Yeah, like
1: Jordan, they just get destroyed. And then they can't not play big because they don't have enough players to put around LeBron that are not six
0: foot four and under. I mean they have Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is like an improved version of Bruce Brown on the Nets. All he does is play inside. (sighs) Except he's a hero. Yeah, because that's what you're paying
1: fifty million (laughs) dollars for. An improved version (laughs) of Bruce Brown.
0: You know, nla L.A., that's what you do. Uh, See, the, the
1: greatest part about this is they traded all their good depth for a superstar player, and they have to go through the entire season, 82 games, with a guy that's – I mean, his nickname is Data Davis, right? And he's basically goes to the locker room every second game. And you know he's going to miss at least 20 games, and then LeBron's missed 30-plus games in the last two years, I believe. And then the rest of your roster is a bunch of old guys. So what were they expecting this year? Like the
0: roster construction was made by like a 12-year-old boy on 2K. Yeah, pretty much. That's probably it was probably LeBron's kids that made the roster. You know, that would make the most sense. Yeah. Uh Raj, I wanna ask you if pause it your, your previous theory. If you had put Miles Turner on this Lakers team two years ago with LeBron. Would Miles Turner be a top seventy-five player of all time like Anthony Davis?
2: He uh, he possibly could have been based off of what the uh, people who were voting him in on were accumulating. But uh, honestly, Miles Turner with the Lakers makes a lot of sense in the sense that space is the floor. He shoots, he plays defense, all things that LeBron needs, uh, and he's a good player. Like uh, I think he was underutilized in Indiana, but. This Lakers team is basically someone who is playing NBA 2K11 and got the newer version 11 years later. And we're like, I'm going to make a super team. I'm going to bring all these players and think that their ratings are going to transfer over. And realize that they have a team. their, Their starting lineup, I think, against the Phoenix Suns was IT, Isaiah Thomas, that's right, Wayne Ellington, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, and LeBron James. like what is
1: rough. that rough rough yeah yeah and the fun part of yesterday's game was um phoenix went like three for 22 in the first half but if you're watching the game you saw they were getting whatever shot they wanted and michael bridges started like 0 for eight from the field on <laughs> wide open shots
0: and then as soon as the
1: second half started they started hitting the threes and they won by 20
0: yeah it was also great seeing michael bridges just be like Oh yeah, I'm like 6'8", compared to Isaiah Thomas, who's like 5'8". I'm going to go inside real quick <laughs> and just dummy this guy on every possession. It was wonderful to watch. I, yeah, I love watching yeah, you can I just see even get a shot. That, uh, sorry, you can just see that Like Chris
1: Paul and Devin Booker. Like Usually they have one guy they can target on the floor. In yesterday's game, they were targeting IT, they were targeting Carmelo, they were targeting Jordan, they were targeting Ellington. The Lakers had no options to put like, a lineup on the floor where Phoenix didn't have at least at least two or three, probably three guys on the floor at the same time throughout the course of the game that they could just pick on with anybody. They could have run players with like Jake Crowder. He
0: was going to get open too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Don't do that to Jake Crowder. Jake Crowder is an excellent player. I still got to hate on him. Multiple time <sighs> finalist, Jake Crowder. Come on, man. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm over this Lakers team. It's it's gonna be great when they die. It's kind of like uh how I want to see the Nets crumble. You know what I mean? Like one of my like weird like desires for this season is to have the Nets come back like healthy. So bring James Harden back as he is, whatever. Bring back other guys. Bring back Kyrie and his like weird not playing half the games or like playing half, like part time, and then still have them just like. Crumble in the second round. That's what I want to see out of the Nets. Same idea with the Lakers, except obviously I want them to crumble during the regular season. But I want to see the Nets crumble in the second round with like a full roster. That's all. Something simple. Do we think that the Nets are now positioning
1: themselves to be in the five to eight seed, so Kyrie can play in more games in the playoffs? That would be smart. <laughs> that would be genius. Yeah, that's 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 two five D
2: chess. That's two five D chess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are they actually playing? out with
1: COVID protocols right
0: now? I don't know. Yeah, I was, I'm was. i more surprised at like what people thought would happen when they were like, oh, yeah, Kyrie's going to come back as if he wouldn't test positive. <laughs> you know, the $15. guy had to return five consecutive negative tests. Come on. Of course, one of them would be positive. There's no question about this. <laughs> Who knows what he's been doing this past, like, what has it been, two, two and a half months of us not seeing him on the floor? Calling off
2: probably
0: just yeah, every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not playing ball in the NBA, man. And even then, I wonder if the Nets like just told him to come back so they could uh like you know how they're not paying him for like away games right now? I wonder if this is their way of just getting out of that part out of that part to say that you know they did what they could, they tried to bring him back, but he's not healthy and he's gonna continue to test negative or a uh, test positive for COVID. And that's their way of not having to pay him. Maybe? No? Yes? I don't know.
2: Maybe, but I don't know. I, I feel like the Nets are just... They just want to be... like They have all these players. They always have to be one of the headlines in the East. So any news is good news for the Nets. Uh, but hey, you know what? I think we are all wrong. I think Kyrie actually might play some minutes at some point this season. Yeah. Just not in Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, all right, Raj, give me your last wish here.
2: Hey, speaking uh, to Josh's whole issue with depth in the Lakers, uh, this is another team that is actually good, um, but has little to no depth and it's kind of showing now. Um, and if it, it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon, it's the Miami Heat, um, especially. Just given how the roster is constructed, they're very top heavy. They have a great starting five and then Tyler Hero coming off the bench. But uh, obviously Bam's been out with his uh, wrist surgery, I believe. Jimmy Butler has been in and out of the lineup. Kyle Lowry's like 35 years old or something. Like you can't rely on him to produce every night. I know uh, Zach Lowe talked about this in his latest pod, but like this team, if they don't get enough healthy starting caliber players in the regular season, like they may drop to a play-in seed. Like it's entirely possible, especially if Bam doesn't come back healthy uh, or if he gets any setbacks. Like they're still doing well in terms of their record being 19 and 13, but hey, a few games here and there, uh, one bad injury. And I, I think we're looking at a completely different story of a team that's probably on paper one of the best teams in the East.
1: See, I sort of disagree with this because they've hung in there. They're 19 and 13, and they're winning games without a bunch of players. Now. I mean, P.J. Tucker's out, obviously, as well. And they're developing the guys that you would never expect to actually produce good minutes. I mean, Gabe Vincent was an afterthought, and now some games he's putting up six, seven threes a game. And Max Cruz can't seem to miss right now. He's basically what Duncan Robinson wishes he was and he was <laughs> last year. So, you know, you get these guys in rotational minutes and they're playing 30 plus minutes a game now. Maybe you can trust these guys come playoff time. And I mean, Butler's gonna be back soon-ish, you would think. He was basically day-to-day, even though he's been ruled out in the next game as well. But, you know, if they can tread water until Butler comes back in a week, maybe, and then, you know, Adam
0: Bios back in a couple weeks. I don't know. I don't think they're doing that bad right now. And the and the best part is that uh Duncan Robinson finally hit some shots yesterday. (laughs) It was against the Pacers, and who the hell is on the Pacers right now, but still, Duncan Robinson, after shooting like, I want to say 29% on three this year, finally hit some shots. So wouldn't you be a little bit more optimistic? Max Cruz is Uh, running off on him. He's
1: become Max Robinson. (sighs)
2: Max Robinson. But, uh, I, I, I again, like, I think they're doing okay now, but it, this is a team that COVID could decimate. Um, obviously, right now. Oh, and now we're playing that game.
1: Uh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You can't just predict that. that I mean, it is Miami after all. So it's only a matter of time before Tyler Hero goes to too many clubs, I guess.
0: <sighs> it probably has, man. He's probably fought off COVID like four times already, and we don't even know about it. That's why they're immune. Yeah, have you heard of an outbreak in the heat? Nah, man. They just have normal injuries. And I think that's why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I could mind see it. it. I could see it. I don't mind it. And, uh, you know, the more the more injuries we have, Raj, the more has Haslam we get on the floor. So maybe these injuries aren't exactly a bad thing.
2: Didn't he get a 17 3 last night?
0: You done- yesterday? Udonis Haslam had. No way, 17 3? That's crazy no he had had 17 threes in his career oh oh maybe he definitely hit one yesterday though yeah i heard it on the news bbc okay okay and with that i think that's a nice transition to stats corner josh
1: So for Stats Corner this week, uh, we're going to talk about the biggest season-to-season jump in point differential per 100 possessions. So this year, there is a team that now leads the NBA in terms of, I guess, overall history. They're number one in terms of uh, the biggest season-to-season jump in point differential in NBA history. Can you name this team? And what do you think their point differential is from last year to this year?
2: Peter, you go first because I already know the answer. What the hell? Is it Golden State? It is not Golden State. Wow. I guess I don't know the answer. Uh, I will say the Chicago Bulls. Incorrect. (laughs) Wow. A winning team with a good point.
1: Oh, Cleveland. Basically... There you go. The Cleveland Cavaliers at 14.4 in terms of differential uh, for 100 possessions. And if you go through time, let's see if you can get the other teams. I'll give you some hints, obviously, since this is going to be hard to get. So the next team made a major trade. And in making this trade, the very next year they won the championship. This is in the early 2000s or like the mid 2000s. Mid-2000s. They oh, were Miami. middling slash pretty bad team at the time. And they made two big trades. And Miami. they were able to win the championship
0: the very next year. Miami. Is it the Miami Heat? Incorrect. Oh, no. My- trade was 0-4.
2: <laughs> Damn.
0: Uh... Oh, Detroit?
2: Incorrect. Hmm. No, no. Their roster was set. Oh, the same roster oh, for like three
0: years. I know who this is. Uh, the Boston with,
1: Celtics? Yeah. Correct. The 07 08 Celtics, who had a 14.3 point differential per 100 possessions, just below Cleveland this year. Wow. Um, the next one, there was a major injury, which resulted in them getting the number one pick in the draft. And then this team immediately won the championship the next year. Uh-huh, this San Antonio Duncans. Correct. 97, 98, 13.2 differential. And then wow. you have early 2000s team that made a major off-season free agent acquisition that completely changed the roster and completely changed the NBA. <laughs>
2: Man, you really got to talk about this guy, eh? Ugh. The Kang himself? Clearly? No, LeBron? early 2000s.
1: Yeah. Early 2000s. No, no not LeBron. Really? No. Oh. I mean I mean that's the next team we're gonna talk about, but yes. <laughs> okay. The Lakers. So you, so you got one of them unintentionally. <laughs> okay. uh, the Lakers is no, not the Lakers.
2: And who did they get? Didn't off-season they trade for not- Kobe Bryant? Oh off season. I thought you meant at the trade. No, Off early season
0: 2000s, early 2000s. Off-season okay. acquisition, early 2000s. Changed the face Changed the, the NBA. NBA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Is this like Gilbert Arenas going to Washington? That was pretty big at the time. No. Oh, <laughs> no.
2: The Nets? The Nets. They got Carter. No, that was no, 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 This is a signing. A signing in the mid-2000s?
1: This is shocking you're not getting this. Our listeners are like, what the hell is wrong with you two? What's wrong with you? Is it Steve Nash? Yes, awesome. finally. Steve Nash's sons, 2004-2005 at 10.8. Ah,
2: so that's how back the NBA
1: changed. Yeah, of the course. To-
2: has
0: a- hastened space to the game. Sorry. Sorry, LeBron just changing the whole face of the world didn't uh, didn't affect it too much, eh? What little effect <laughs> LeBron has? Had. <laughs> well, the 08, 09 Cavs was the
1: next one. So there you go.
0: Oh, well then. All right, not bad, Josh. I mean, I don't agree with your descriptions, but good good stats corner. Oh, come on.
1: Steve Nash changed the game when he went to Phoenix. Nobody was playing like that before.
0: There you yeah. I don't know. Talk to the 90s Denver Nuggets and they'll have something to say about that. They didn't play the same game. And Plus,
1: if you look back to that Phoenix team, I know a lot of people look back in history to see what kind of pace they were playing at and, you know, pointing out that I think last year they would have been like 30th in pace. (laughs) And then you look back at those games and you're like, man, they were playing so fast and they're playing pick and roll and shooting a lot of threes. And yet they beat 30th in pace in today's NBA,
0: which is crazy. Yeah. It's very true. I've never seen so many. Uh, well, let's just say it. I've never seen so many jerseys of a white guy ever in my life other than Larry Bird. So, you know, that was cool. <laughs> seeing so many Steve Nash jerseys around. And soon to be Nikola Jokic. You know, let's get on this train, guys. More Jokic jerseys out there. Josh, and I already have it, Raj. Got mine. You can join us. Okay, or not. <laughs> <laughs> not in, but... Yeah, I guess not. All right, I'm going to call it here, guys. I want to thank everyone for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes. You can leave us those comments and reviews there. Same thing with Spotify. Apparently, they just released their stuff. Run Instagram and Twitter at Hoops Corner Pod. And until next time, peace. Good night, uh, gentlemen. Yeah, I got to get... Good pod. Good pod. Uh, got to yeah. get yeah. tendon to the Harrison's baby. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. All right. Peace. This is like your second baby pod. Me, yeah, uh, I
0: did one last week too. Did you listen last week without me? Yeah, no, I
2: didn't know you guys didn't. Know. I told you I, I was. Am I? I thought you guys were joking.
0: Oh no! I told you to listen in the car. I was serious.
2: Oh okay, I didn't know. I'll I'll listen to on my re- next run. I listen to on pods <laughs> when I run now.
0: You run outside now?
2: Yeah, I need to lose weight badly. That's wild, man. I did five k. No, I did three k. Five k. Four k. Um the last three days. So
0: very impressive, sir.
2: Um out of shape. That's what I <laughs> alright. <laughs> peace. All right, peace, man.